Coming up on the WAC Podcast, our summer series continues with Utah Tech. We speak with Director of Athletics Ken Beezer about the Trailblazers' final year in the four-year transition period to Division I, the beautiful city of St. George, and Beezer's connection to Southern Utah, enhancing that state rivalry even more. That's all ahead on the WAC Podcast. Welcome to the WAC Podcast. Today's episode is presented by Hercules Tires. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan. We're now joined by Athletic Director of Utah Tech, Ken Beezer, who's been the Athletic Director since March of 2022, officially. We know you've been with the university much longer than that. Welcome, and and why don't you describe what this past year has been like for you? Well, thank you. I appreciate the welcome. And this past year has been, you know, it's been interesting. It's been fast. It's been crazy. Um, crazy is the new norm in athletics, as you know, but it's been really good. It's been a good move for me and uh, got a lot of fulfillment out of working with the university and the president and the student athletes. And of course, before you were at Utah Tech, you were at Southern Utah, which is such a big rivalry between the two schools in Utah. What was that initial uh, experience when you first announced you were moving from Southern Utah over to Utah Tech? Well, I would be less than honest if I said I didn't lose any friends. Um, it was, but for the most part, it's been really good. It's just kind of enhanced the rivalry a little bit, um, a little bit different sitting on both sides of that uh, of that rivalry right now. But uh, it's been, it's given me a good perspective, and truly, I still have a lot of good friends up there at Southern Utah University. Now, Utah Tech is in its final year of the four-year transition period from Division II to Division I. So after this year, we become full-fledged members, able to partake in the NCAA postseason tournaments. Of course, now you guys can still partake in our WAC conference or WAC tournaments. Uh, how have you watched this university grow as you guys get ready to embark and officially be full-fledged Division I members? You know, that was the main reason I came to the university. It was Dixie State at the time was, was the growth and just the ceiling. I mean, the ceiling was so high and there's so much momentum here, not only at the university uh, and athletics, but in the community as well. It's been, you know, one of the fastest growing areas in the United States. Uh, in fact, it's been the fastest for the past two years. And so, so the growth was really intriguing to me. And it's been very fun to be part of that. And it just that there's so much ahead of us. There's so much momentum and energy in the community uh, with what we're doing here. And, and the community is really bought into it. As we look at this past year, a lot of success with Utah Tech Athletics. Softball won the regular season. You had two, both your men's and your women's basketball team were able to make it to the to our WAC tournament as well as win a game in the postseason. What has it been like for you watching those sports have so much success? It's been really pleasing um, just to be around the student athletes and truly the, the WAC allowing us to participate in their in their conference championships um, just really um, a broader, you know, an excitement to our student athletes as we we're entering this season. Uh, that wasn't a possibility before. And to see them, you know, just go all in on it and to have some success at the conference level was really fun for me. And it's just really helped us catapult into this next year. That is true. We talked to numerous student athletes throughout the year and asked them about, you know, the opportunity that their season doesn't just end right then and there at the end of the season, they get a chance to play for something. It just meant so much more to them. And now we're instigating instituting a new 
conference for football. You guys have joined the United Athletic Conference and now have an automatic quali or qualifier to the uh, postseason and the playoffs. Um, you were president of the FCS Athletics Association back in 2014. What have you learned from that experience that you, as you now apply it to this new conference and the new direction that you guys are headed? You know, you know, back in 2014 and then a little bit prior to that, I was also on the NCAA Football Rules Committee, which gave me a great insight not only into football at the general level, but also uh, the function and, and, you know, the legitimacy of FCS level football and what it brings to the table and the whole football landscape as you look at it in the NCAA. So I've been able to, to draw from that experience as well. More than anything, the relationships I was able to build with athletic directors, um, uh, you know, across the nations, particularly at the FCS level. And that's, that's helped us as we've been this new program coming on, as I've been able to reach out to some colleagues um, and just the, the network that I have has been a great uh, benefit to us. And of course you had the all time leader in receiving yards in the nation and Joey Hobart and what he was able to do. How did his impact as well as the rest of, of the Utah tech football team help put your university on the map and showcase, you know, the talent that you guys have in St. George. I, I think it woke some people up. I mean, the football team, you know, started to catch some momentum at the end of the year, you know, culminating, you know, with the three game winning streak and then, you know, leading BYU up until right before halftime um, with, you know, the aerial show we were putting on up there in Lavelle Edwards stadium uh, really took the state uh, caught them off guard. I guess the way to say it, that we have legitimate talent here. Um, so much so that obviously Joey left us through the transfer portal and was picked up by somebody else. That's the reality of college athletics right now. But but truly, really just legitimized what we're doing here as an institution when they were able to have that success. The transfer portal has completely changed the game for, for universities and how they have to recruit. You brought on Lexi Brown, the new head soccer coach, head women's soccer coach at the university. What do you hope she brings to the table and also the hiring process that goes into finding top-notch coaches and bringing them to the beautiful city of St. George? You know, we fully expect Lexi to um, continue on with, with the women's program. You know, the women's our women's soccer team was, you know, first place in the WAC for a good portion of the season last year and right up until the end and then went to the uh, the tournament up in Seattle. So we can expect to continue to build upon that. You know, Lexi has got some great Division One experience up at Gonzaga. She's also a Utah native and played at Utah Valley University, who's another one of our, our rivals here. So we fully expect her to use that experience and those connections she has and implement them down here at Utah Tech and continue forward. The process of hiring Lexi is um, we wouldn't have gotten a Lexi Brown a couple of years ago. Um, and, and now we're in a position with the strength of the WAC and the direction we're going as an institution um, it has really allowed us now the pool of our, our coaches has just been able to expand significantly. And, you know, we lose our soccer coach to become, she becomes the head coach at Ole Miss. And, and so, you know, a lot of people say, okay, well, if that's the next step, then Utah tech is a pretty good place to be. <laughs> Absolutely. And our student athletes also excel in the classroom. Certainly at Utah tech, over 170 student athletes made the 2022-23 all whack uh, all academic award list for the conference. When you see something like that as the athletic director, 170 student athletes putting school first and, and also athletics and excelling in both, what does that mean to you and, and what you guys are trying to do as a university? 
I think it legitimizes again. I've used that term a lot, legitimize, <laughs> but it puts a stamp on, on on what we do here, and that's you know the student is first and student athlete with it. It makes things much easier sell to the administration on campus. The instructional side of campus sees that we're serious about being here, and we're, we're just not out here, you know, um, you know, just coming here and just you know taking classes just so we can stay eligible. Uh, our student athletes are serious about it and they all are career minded. And uh, again, it just really substantiates what we're doing as a department. Now I got a chance. I drove through St. George on my way to Southern Utah, <laughs> but um, I was able to see the beautiful city. But for those who, who, who don't exactly know what St. George is or what it looks like and all the mountains and how beautiful it is, how would you describe it to them if they're looking at, you know, planning their next trip there? Well, first and foremost, when you think of Utah, you think of the mountains and the snow, um, that is not St. George. Um, we, we are an hour and a half north of Las Vegas. And even though um, Southern Utah University is only 45 miles away from us, you drop almost 3,000 feet in elevation. And it, it is a completely different area. I mean, we have palm trees. I have a palm tree right outside of my office right here. It is not what you think of when you think of Utah. So you think more closely to Las Vegas as time in, in terms of climate. Um, but as far as the scenery, you've got mountains right out the window that in the wintertime are snow-capped and you've got red hills. Um, we have four national parks within, you know, a half day's drive from us right here. And, and one, the largest, you know, Zion's National Park is 25 minutes away. So, so Kendra, next time you come through, you got to stop. And we'll, we'll show you some things that are unbelievable, beautiful. There's a reason we're the fastest growing community in the nation the past two years. Don't worry. It's on my list. I will be making a stop in St. <laughs> George right. this year. It's part of the WAC road trip. I will okay. be making a stop there because that was one of the craziest things that during football season, Southern Utah had posted that they were playing in the snow and over in you over at Utah tech, it was like hot summer day. And I was like, I just can't believe the two, the two seasons, you guys are so close to each other. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We just, we, you know, we hit 115 degrees just last Sunday and, and today we're supposed to hit 110. It's not like that all the time. July and August can be a little bit difficult, but um, it, it is a warm weather climate, not akin to what you think of when you think of the state of Utah, the Rocky mountains. I can't wait to check it out. And I know you guys are doing a lot of exciting things on campus. Summer is a big time for construction and you're renovating, you're making a new exclusive private practice facility for your women's and men's golf teams. Right. Walk me through that process and some of the other renovations that you have going on on campus. Okay, so let's, yeah, just start with a golf team. Uh, the Black Desert Resort is, is the newest golf course. Now, St. George is littered with, you, you can't throw a rock without hitting a golf course here. <laughs> really top of the line golf courses. In fact, the Black Desert, the place we're calling home right now, just landed a PGA and LPGA tournament for the next year. So it, it's big time. We're going to have all the top golfers come through here in the next year. And so we have our own little short game course there that's um, we'll probably be hitting off that here in September, late September, early October. The grass just has to take a little bit uh, deeper root. Very excited about that. What's going to do to our do for our men's and women's golf programs. We just opened Greater Zion Stadium, uh, football stadium, which is state of the art with fully with suites um, and club seating and low seating, uh, which is which is really good. Uh, you know, right now on the dock, we got a softball stadium planned. We've already got a one million dollar gift towards that. And um, we're trying to get a couple more million to get that stadium where we think it needs to be. 
And so we have a lot going on. Uh, we, our sports medicine facility, we just renovated sports medicine facility, have a doctor's clinic in there, um, we have our own x-ray machine. We do our own rehab here on our own facility as well. We don't have to um, contract out for, for rehab. We do all of our rehab right here as well. So um, a lot of exciting things, as you've mentioned, and it just goes back to what I said before, the momentum that we have here is, is really fun. And going off of just kind of all the exciting things that have happened, what is your favorite memory that you have from this past year at Utah Tech? Uh, you, you know, I, <laughs> wow. It's, if you it's can like, pick you one. Know, picking one of your children, which one's your favorite uh, child? But uh, so many things, you know, the softball team being able to win the conference championship, uh, which is really remarkable. Um, and, you know, the women's soccer team, the, the men's women's basketball team, those those victories um, in Las Vegas were, were really fun as well. But I would have to probably identify when we cut the ribbon on Greater Zion Stadium. You know, it, it's a it's not only a football facility, but it's, a, it's also home to our men's and women's soccer program as well. And all the student athletes, um, it, it was really fun to do that. I mean, that was a, a major task that was you know, we're able to culminate. And I was just so happy for our student athletes because it just, it took their experience here to a different level. What were some of the reactions from some of the student athletes? Of course, they saw it being built and they probably saw the plans. They knew it was going to happen, but seeing right. it and seeing it completed and, and how much excitement and hype does that give them to, to go out and go all out in trailblazer uniform? You know, there's, there's several we had a lot of media in there when we let the football team into the locker room, which ironically was not until the last home football game. It took us that long to get it completed. But when we let them in there, the video of them coming through the doors was priceless. I mean, it wasn't a fake excitement. It was um, some of them were actually, I mean, in all seriousness, moved to tears thinking they'd never be able to have this type of an experience at the collegiate level because for the past two years, they'd been homeless. We, we didn't have locker rooms. They were all stuffed in, you know, the old visiting team locker room, which is what they used. And so that was, that was really exciting. And I do think it really, it really added to all the other student athletes that the expectations are higher and we will continue to expand our facilities and offer amenities so our student athletes can um, recruit at, a, I mean, not recruit, but train at a high level um, here. And so it's like golf. We, we can tell golfers now, you are not going to play on a better facility. I don't care where you go than here. And so we have that to offer them now. And of course, with summer, there's always those summer camps and, and getting, you know, some of the youth exposed to the coaches and the facilities and maybe early recruitment, maybe, at, you know, at some point. But what sure. was uh, the summer camps? How, how have they helped, you know, expose more people to what Utah Tech has? You know, I, I, we've always had um, real great attendance at our men's and women's basketball camps here. And it, it's always been kind of an interesting thing. It's kind of like who wants to go to St. George in July, you know, but, uh, but we found out that people actually do it because they want to experience, they want that heat experience. They, they want to come down, they want to go home and tell people, hey, it was 110 degrees, you know, down there when I was there, because obviously they play indoors. Um so that didn't really matter, but they just wanted to be able to um, experience the heat down here. Those camps, you know, have always been great, and they were just as good this year, if not a little bit better. Um, with our new soccer coach coming in, we we kind of missed out on several camps there. But what she's excited about is she can run camps, you know, here 
uh, during the, the cold weather times in, in when other people can't in the state of Utah. So she's excited about that. So camps are about the same. Volleyball had an uptick uh, in there and their summer camps. Um, football had an uptick in their seven on seven camp they did. So, it, you know, it, it's all rising. Everything is pointing upwards. We just have to keep the momentum going that direction. Well, really excited to see what Utah Tech accomplishes this year. Thank you so much, Ken Beezer, who's the Director of Athletics for Utah Tech, for joining us on our WAC Summer Series. Well, thank you very much, Kendra. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the WAC Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And check out our website at WACsports.com.